My name's James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm going to give you seven tips on how not to lose your mind when you're putting together flat pack furniture. I'm a happily married father of three, and I live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I decided to start a podcast because I wanted to create a community that supports men, specifically dads, and specifically dads who struggle with their mental health. I've struggled with my mental health on and off since my teens with intrusive thoughts and depression. But I've found that the creative outlet of podcasting and playing the ukulele has really helped. That mind matters. Helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. Since the invention of IKEA, people have been putting together flat pack furniture. And I imagine if you're a dad with children, it might be something that becomes your job to do in the house. There are actually lots and lots of benefits of putting together flat pack furniture, apart from the fact that it's probably a lot cheaper than buying shop or factory bought furniture. For starters, putting together flat pack furniture is exercise. It doesn't matter how you look at it, you're actually doing some exercise, you're screwing bits together, you're hammering things, you're moving things around, you're getting some exercise. There's a lot of information on the internet about how men today seem to have a lot less or lower levels of testosterone than their counterparts did in the 60s and 70s. So apparently a 30-year-old man has the same levels of testosterone than a 60-year-old man had in the 60s. The one piece of information I have seen that does make a lot of sense is that one clear way to boost testosterone is to get a win. And by that, I mean to achieve something. Personally speaking, when I'm happy doing a project, whatever that project is, whether it's building flat pack furniture or mowing the lawn, creating a song or building something, whenever I'm working on a project, that makes me feel better. Well, if that has an effect on increasing my testosterone, then that's just a good thing. Tip number one, do the prep work. So for example, make sure you've got some space. Make sure you're working in a room that is big enough so that you can actually put things out separately so you've got things in areas. If you're tripping over things or losing things in shag pile rugs, you're more likely to lose essential bits that you need or just lose your rag and the whole experience might become a bit of a nightmare. And I found that actually taking a bit of time at the beginning of the project, carefully laying everything out so I can see it in a methodical way. I've got some space. I'm not going to be tripping over things. Maybe the window's open. Maybe I've got some music playing. Maybe I've got a coffee. And then suddenly it's become a bit more of an enjoyable experience. Who knows? Maybe you could listen to a podcast. Tip number two, at least look at the instructions. The instructions are often really, really complicated and don't seem to make much sense, but always look at them. If you've got five hours to chop down a tree, you should spend the first four and a half sharpening your axe. So a bit of time prepping the area, as I mentioned before, and looking at the instructions is probably a really sensible idea. Tip number three, clean as you go. And by that I mean, is when you're unwrapping stuff, make sure you get rid of that. There's nothing worse than getting to the end of building something and realizing that actually you're missing one vital screw. That means the whole thing isn't gonna be very stable. What you don't want to do is have to spend half an hour looking through bins or recycling or polystyrene to search for something that if you'd actually taken a bit of time, unpacked it, and then thrown away the rubbish as you were going along so you've got a nice clear workspace, you wouldn't have that problem. Tip number four, I would strongly advise working alone. By that, I mean, wait till you are alone in the house. We've got three children and my four-year-old loves to help. The problem is a four-year-old's idea of help might not be your idea of help. And there's nothing more frustrating than finding your son's runoff with the Allen key just at the time you need it. Also, if you're working on your own in the house, 
you're not going to be interrupted every five minutes with maybe an inquisitive wife asking how it's going and maybe micromanaging you from the doorway. If you've got some time on your own just to go at your own pace, there's going to be no pressure. And then it might actually be quite an enjoyable experience. It's also not that safe if you've got potentially sharp bits of metal and screwdrivers and hammers. Children pick these things up and you might find that you get both barrels from your wife because your son picked up a screwdriver and dropped it on his foot. Tip number five, stretch it out. I mean that in two ways. Firstly, you might find that you're getting into difficult positions physically that seem uncomfortable. If your back's starting to hurt, your knees are starting to hurt, stand up and have a stretch. Give yourself a few moments to actually stretch. What you don't want to do is put your back out or hurt your knees because you're holding a, a position too long and your body gives way. And the second part of that is physically stretch it out. There's always a pressure to get it done really quickly, get it right first time, or I've got to make sure I put this bit in right. If, if, if it's upside down, it'll be a nightmare. No, it won't. Take your time. If you've got the whole day off to do it, just take your time and physically stretch out the time. Tip number six, make sure you've got the right kit. Most flat pack furniture today will actually come with the equipment you need. It's quite often just an Allen key, but you might also find that you need a Phillips screwdriver or a flathead screwdriver. The flathead is as it sounds, and the Phillips screwdriver has what looks like a cross at the end. It has four points. I'm not explaining this that well. I'll put a description of what a Phillips screwdriver looks like in the description. But you might find that if you've got a drill, you can get the job done quicker. Certainly when I put together beds and putting slats of bed frames together, drilling all of those bits individually with a Phillips can take ages and can be really tiring. Whereas if you do it with a drill, it can get it done in no time and it's probably a lot more secure. That said, bear in mind that if the flat pack furniture doesn't say you need a drill, it might be sensible not to use one. A lot of flat pack furniture is made with chipboard and therefore not massively durable. You might find that you actually disintegrate it if you use a drill. And my final tip, tip number seven, take breaks. You don't have to do it all in one go. Firstly, I would give yourself enough time. The instructions will usually tell you how long they think it'll take someone to do the job. So for example, if they say two person, 45 minutes, you can say, well, that's probably an hour and a half. Maybe give myself two hours to be safe. What you don't want to do is start a job 10 minutes before the kids come home from school and suddenly you're surrounded by small children asking you what this does and can I help? and then you're getting all cross, and then you're getting told off for shouting, and also being asked why it isn't done yet. It's definitely a day-off job, and I would start at the beginning of your day-off, not halfway through or at the end. But with that in mind, take some breaks. If you feel yourself getting a bit lightheaded because you're hungry, well, go and have a break and have something to eat. If you feel yourself getting a bit cross because it's not going as well as you'd hoped, go for a walk. Breaking the job up might be the difference between it being successful and unsuccessful. What you don't want to do is work while you're tired or get cross. You're more likely to make mistakes or end up damaging it, which would be a real shame because that's completely counterproductive of trying to buy flat back furniture and save a bit of money. So just to clarify my seven tips of things to bear in mind when building flat pack furniture. Tip one, take the time to do the prep work, unpack it carefully, lay it out carefully and methodically in a way that's going to be easy to put together. Tip number two, read the instructions, even if it goes beyond your most core values of a man being able to do stuff, I would at least look at the instructions or have them nearby if you get stuck. They're there for a reason. They're usually set out in a fairly idiot-proof, step-by-step way. 
You've got nothing to prove. There are no prizes for anyone who manages to do it without the instructions or do it slightly quicker. Tip number three, make sure you have some space. You need a clear room. I wouldn't do it on shag pile rugs. You're more likely to lose very small bits and very small screws. But make sure you've got enough room so you're not tripping over bits of polystyrene or boxes or bits of things you might accidentally stand on and snap. It's more likely to be less stressful if you're setting it out in a really clean and tidy way. Tip number four, I would strongly advise working on your own. Ideally, when you're alone in the house, so you're not going to get interrupted by small children wanting to help or inquisitive partners asking when it's going to be ready. So tip number five, stretch it out. By that, I mean, you might find the positions you get into while you're doing this flat pack furniture building can be quite painful on your back or your shoulders or your neck or your knees. Take the time to get up and move around and stretch if that's the case. And also stretch out the time. There's no rush to do this. There's no prizes whether you do it in an hour as opposed to two hours. Slow and methodical. Tip number six, make sure you've got the right kit for the job. The flat pack itself will usually come with all the kit you need. You may need a flathead or a Phillips screwdriver or maybe a small hammer, but quite often it's just an Allen key. If you're putting together quite hard-wearing materials like the materials you have when you're putting up, say, a bed, metal frames or wooden slats, you might find that having an electric drill really helps. And tip number seven, if you get tired or cross or hungry, take a break. Taking a break may be the difference between it being a successful, enjoyable experience where you're left with a piece of furniture that looks really good or getting really cross and frustrated and ending up with a piece of furniture that isn't fit for purpose and looks like it's come off the back of a lorry. I really hope you got something in this podcast. And if you want to support what I'm trying to do, please give me a follow. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Bad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.